Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's October 30th, 2023. Welcome to The Quadcast. I'm your host, Sam Markram, and we're ready to dive in to this week's most pertinent cancer news. First up, conjugate risk. Do antibody drug conjugates increase the risk of radiation necrosis for patients receiving SRS for brain metastases? Antibody drug conjugates are increasingly utilized in the treatment of advanced cancer. Their targeted payload is often a potent cytotoxic agent. This retrospective study took a look at outcomes for 98 patients who at some point had been treated with SRS for brain metastases and also received one of the following antibody drug conjugates. Trastuzumab imtansine, trastuzumab darustican, and or sacituzumab govitecan. At 24 months, the cumulative incidence of radiation necrosis was 8.5%. Receiving an antibody drug conjugate concurrent with SRS, which was defined as within 7 days before and 21 days after, was associated with a four times increase in the risk of developing radiation necrosis, even after controlling for things like brain metastasis volume and prior radiation. Furthermore, the rate of grade 4 to 5 radiation necrosis was 7.1% with concurrent ADC compared to 0.7% without. For re-irradiated lesions, the risk of radiation necrosis was a whopping 42% with concurrent antibody drug conjugates compared to just 9.4% without them. Finally, the authors did not identify a specific antibody drug conjugate that was more strongly associated with radiation necrosis risk. The bottom line is, in this retrospective study, receiving an antibody drug conjugate 7 days before to 21 days after stereotactic radiosurgery for brain metastases increased the risk of radiation necrosis. However, this risk was most prominent for larger and especially re-irradiated lesions. Thanks to LIBO, JAMA Oncology, 2023. Up second, five and out. Can five-fraction accelerated partial breast radiation be delivered over five sequential days? In the Florence trial, five-fraction accelerated partial breast irradiation using IMRT was delivered on non-consecutive days. With similar recurrence to whole breast radiation at 10 years and excellent cosmesis, this technique has taken off as a treatment option for early-stage breast cancer. Excel was a single-arm, phase 2 trial that assessed toxicity and cosmetic outcomes for accelerated partial breast irradiation delivered over five consecutive days. It included 219 patients, 50 years of age or older, with hormone receptor positive, HER2 negative, IDC or DCIS, less than 3 centimeters in size, with negative margins and negative nodes. The accelerated partial breast irradiation target was a 1 centimeter CTV expansion off the tumor bed, as well as a 7 millimeter PTV margin on top of that. 
This target received 27 gray in five fractions using IMRT delivered on sequential days. The primary outcome was cosmesis compared to the whole breast arm of the RAPID trial. At two years, not a single patient had fair or poor cosmesis. In fact, 97% reported better cosmesis or no change from baseline. An obvious question is whether 30 gray and 5 consecutive fractions would also result in similarly excellent cosmetic outcomes. The bottom line is, in the Excel trial, 27 gray and 5 fractions of IMRT accelerated partial breast radiation given over five consecutive days, results in virtually no adverse cosmesis at two years. Thanks to Grindarova. Red Journal, 2023. Up next, very peri. All perineural invasion, or PNI, is not created equal. NCCN guidelines currently recommend consideration of adjuvant radiation for cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma with perineural invasion that is extensive, large caliber, or involving named nerves. A retrospective investigation of 140 patients with cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma with PNI compared four varying ways to define high-risk PNI. These included involved nerve caliber less than or greater than or equal to 0.1 millimeters, number of involved nerves per section, 1, 2 to 4, or 5 or higher, deepest involved histologic level, meaning dermis, fat, muscle, fascia, etc., and finally, location with respect to the tumor, intratumoral, peripheral, or discontinuous. In this cohort, perineural invasion of greater than or equal to five distinct nerves in a single section, meaning extensive PNI, was the only independent predictor of local recurrence, and the hazard ratio was almost 14. Additionally, it was the only independent predictor of disease-specific death, with a hazard ratio of over 6. Most interestingly, replacing large-caliber PNI with extensive PNI in the Brigham and Women's Hospital Staging System resulted in an improved area under the curve with 36 tumors downstaged and zero upstaged. Another positive note is recording the number of nerves involved is technically much easier than measuring extent to the micrometer. The bottom line is, Inclusion of extensive PNI as a high-risk factor in cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma staging may optimize recurrence risk assessment and patient selection for surgical treatment modality and postoperative adjuvant interventions. Thanks to Massey, JAMA Dermatology, 2023. Up next, time heals. How long is long enough for a time interval between teeth extractions and initiating head and neck radiation? You are trying to initiate life-saving radiation after all. A look back at almost 900 patients undergoing dental extractions before definitive head and neck radiation demonstrated roughly 2% developed osteoradionecrosis, 
these 16 patients did indeed have a significantly shorter mean interval of just seven days as compared to those who did not develop osteoradionecrosis at 12 days. Though it's important to remember absolute risk is low and there may be more important competing risks. Thanks to Lee, JAMA, Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery, 2023. Up next, active participation. An Italian multicenter prospective observational cohort of 852 men with newly diagnosed prostate cancer indicates men were much more likely to opt for active surveillance rather than active treatment if they received multidisciplinary assessment with an odds ratio of 2.65. Thanks to Sicconi, JAMA Network Open, 2023. Finally, some youth truth. This large cohort study demonstrates a significant reduction in pain severity for adolescents with cancer referred to specialty palliative care. Thanks to Gupta, JAMA Network Open, 2023. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.